Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by the venerable Jason Shear. All right, Pac-12 talk. We've had a lot of this, and we're going to have even more of this right now. But um, I don't know to anybody's surprise. Here's basically the deal. Um, Colorado said last year or last week, and I give them a lot of credit, Shear, they said we need to see uh, we're committed to the conference. We need to see uh, we need to see numbers. And that uh, that meeting came and went, and oh, by the way, they didn't get any numbers. So guess what? They're going for stability. This isn't difficult at the very root of it, Sheer. No, I mean it's it's pretty simple how it played out. They asked things of their conference commissioner. Their conference commissioner didn't provide them, and and they made the decision to say, hey, look, maybe they'll come eventually, like you're saying. Probably not, but. Um, we can't wait. We're, we're going for stability because this, people got to remember in the next five years, this whole thing is going to be upended again. And right. Better have a stable home. And I think that's what Colorado went with. All right. Um, we're going to play an audio right here from uh, George Klievkoff. Um, Jacob, if you could get this ready. This is George Klievkoff talking just last week about the strength of the Pac-12 and all of its members. Uh, there's been this narrative now for several months that your league is about to collapse and go away uh why do you think that is well I, I sit in the board meetings and i see the commitment that all of our schools have to each other and i also kind of know where the sources of that is coming from so um i i, I discount that because i know the truth that to me is that to me is the inherent problem in all of this right now and and he i'm not beating up on klievkov per se because he's doing an impossible job because a lot of these like we talked about a lot of these presidents don't care about sports they don't care about the athletic part of it but he clearly had no idea that colorado was about to leave out the door um after colorado gave him that ultimatum essentially sheer Every step of the way, whether it's been USC, UCLA going out from under him, whether it's been about not expanding and wanting to consolidate, this dude has basically been behind the curve. And again, I know that his power is limited, but there is nothing that he has done that has shown any form of, um, let's just say, any form of confidence. I'll put it to you like that. It is. It's not going to happen. But to me, it is a legit fireable offense if he seriously didn't think Colorado was thinking about leaving. I mean, right. we've this that on this show everyone has written about it right. it's been out there if he really didn't think there was a chance 
that Colorado was leading, the Pac-12 president should have a discussion to remove him because he didn't think USC and UCLA were leaving. They left. He didn't think expansion back in the day was a good idea. It was. And then he didn't think Colorado was leaving. They did. So it's like, how can you take anything this guy says at face value? If he sits there and says, a deal's coming, how could you possibly believe him at this point? We need to talk. We're going to talk a lot about the Big 12 and about Brett Yormark and exactly why he, I think, uh, we have confidence in him. But the other thing, too, let's talk about this. With uh, with Klievkoff um, uh, and the Pac-12 presidents, this is another reason that you and I have been beating this horn forever to get out of this conference. You love go up and down and you look at how many of these people, how many of these entities do you think really even were cared about numbers? Oregon State and Washington State are never going to press Klievkov on any numbers because they want to stay in the conference at all costs. Cal doesn't care about sports. I mean, at ASU, it's kind of a, I guess we tolerate sports. Utah doesn't want to leave because they want to be able to run the conference right here and get that easy path into the college football playoffs while not being in a conference with BYU. There are a lot of, outside of Oregon, Washington, and Arizona, there's a in Colorado, there's a lot of group, a lot of team schools here that you don't even feel really were that interested in numbers, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, I I said it, and obviously I, I was wrong, but I, I tweeted a couple of weeks ago that I was still of the belief that they were going to sign a bad deal, and I'm still the belief. <laughs> Look at Sear being wrong. But I'm still the belief that they're eventually going to sign a bad deal, right? It, it's because Utah's not going anywhere. Uh, you don't publicly diss the Big Twelve and then go to the Big Twelve. I don't see that happening. Michael Crow has no interest in leaving the Pac-12. Um, you know, Oregon, Washington, we don't know. They're they're going to sign a bad deal. It's going to include schools that aren't in the conference now, and they're probably going to get a deal eventually. I don't know what it looks like. But, yeah, I mean, there's just multiple schools like Cal, Stanford, Washington State, Oregon State. They're signing whatever's put in front of them. But, but to be clear, though, you're also changing your opinion, though, that you don't believe that Arizona's going to be part of that bad deal anymore. Yeah, I, I posted, this is big for me. You know this. I know. I, you hate admitting when you're wrong. I get it. I love the belief that Arizona will be in the Big 12. All right. Now let's talk about the reasons for the Big 12. And again, I've done uh, I've done my tour of duty with Baltimore talking about all the pack or the academics. We know that academics are better in the or the Pac-12. Everything else though is better in the Big 12. If you're an athletic, if you're a fan of athletics, I get that there's a nostalgia factor about, you know, staying in the pack, but the pack is gone, dude. And here's the thing. If you're Arizona, what do you care most about? You care most about basketball. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Brett Yormark has come in here and said, I'm going to make this the best basketball conference in the country. And lo and behold, he's probably he's probably going to make that one happen. We'll talk about some other possibilities there. But if you add Arizona to the Big 12 to go with Baylor, to go with Kansas, to go with possibly UConn, to go with Houston, I can keep going. That goes toe-to-toe with any conference right there. And you won't be buried at Pac-12 after dark at 930 playing Kansas. We said this before, Mike, but I can't think of anything I'd rather do on a Monday night than turn on Arizona versus Kansas basketball on ESPN, the game of the night. Right. How awesome would that be? And if people say that I want Arizona in the Big 12, yes. And that's why. Arizona, Kansas. Arizona, Baylor. Home and away in top teams in the country. Yeah, it's awesome because I'm thinking of the opposite or the other scenario which is Arizona's top Pac-12 game is against Oregon and Washington. Right. 
And see, and my other question is this. Do you think with Brett Yormark, with the way that he has come in and done this, and again, I don't want to make Brett Yormark out like he's uh, Albert Einstein, but he's clearly a man of action, though. And that's what I think caught both of our attention immediately because you and I have wanted to go to the Big 12 for a long time. I thought we'd end up there. You were skeptical. I get the reason why you were skeptical because of – because – go ahead. Keep. I'll, I'm always – I'm still skeptical. I know you are. I get it. I get it. But <laughs> – but just from an athletic perspective, we've always been looking at the Big 12. And again, it's not perfect per se, but it's awesome in basketball and football. It's more than good enough. I keep hearing people saying, oh, football is a significant downgrade. Dude, the runner up and the national champion was in the uh, was from uh, Big 12 last year. They're more than OK. Baylor's good. Oklahoma State's good. If you're good in the Big 12, it's not like you're going to get shut out of uh, playing in the BCS uh, or a BCS, like the college football playoffs. Look at us already uh, counting our college football playoff tickets right there. But there's just everything about it is more enticing, and that goes straight to the leadership at the top, Sheer. Yeah, I'm all about entertainment. That's that's what it comes down to. I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't care about the academic profile of Arizona. I'm just going to be honest. It, I don't sit around with my friends and open up the U.S. news and compare college rankings. Okay? You, I, you and I, I have been... You and I have been friends for about 15 years, probably the best 15 years of your life. And have you, we both graduated from the U of A. Have we ever once sat down and said, yep, um, this, this degree got me in somewhere where it couldn't. Again, I'm proud that I got my U of A degree, but it's not like it's gotten me anywhere that I couldn't have been without it. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't sit. And if you do sit around and brag about your degrees, that's a whole different issue, but you got issues. Then generously, you're talking about your teams. My right. basketball team in March Madness, my football team is in this bowl, whatever it may be. Right. And when you can go on and brag about your conference, it's a cool thing to do. And right. I want that ability as a fan, from a fan perspective, I want people to be like, yeah, man, I play in Pac-12. Now right. you can't. Football, maybe Washington, Oregon, Utah, that's pretty good. Let's be honest. Um, basketball. It's good. Basketball, and again, basketball. Basketball, on top of that, is so. It, I mean, bas- or excuse me, basketball here also shows the commit, the lack of commitment to the Pac-12. We talked about this yesterday with Aaron Torres. Look at it for, from a football perspective, like you said. Every school from ASU with the new coach with Kenny Dillingham, I know that'll get me in trouble, but I think Dilly's going to be good. To up at Oregon with Dan Lanning, everybody's got hope. In basketball, you've got Jared Haas, you've got Kyle Smith. You've got Mike Hopkins. You've got, I can just keep going about guys that clearly are Dwayne Tinkle. These are schools that don't care about basketball. That doesn't happen in the Big 12 here. I actually was laughing because I, I you're going to be surprised here. I, I still follow Greg Hansen on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he you're put not. up a graphic, I think, last night of all the Pac-12 football coaches. And he was saying how he could name like three. And it and, right, and I could name more than three, but I bet you if you took the average person and told them to name the basketball coaches in the conference, it would be minimal. And the thing is, there's guys where if they were in like the Big 12, like Jared Haas would have been fired in the Big 12. Uh, he's like three or four years ago, right? Right, Wayne Tinkle gone, yeah, like it, it's just it, it's. The the biggest thing that, that I've noticed when this whole thing started, and the Colorado publisher mentioned this yesterday as a reason for a pro for Colorado joining the Big 12, mm-hmm. is that there is 
absolutely no comparison with passionate fan bases. The right. Big 12's fan bases that we've noticed is so insanely passionate compared to Pac-12 that it's just... I'll give you the best example I can give you of a... And it was a bizarre argument, but it was a uh, an argument nonetheless. Um, but this is also called a tease because at first, Sheer, got to put uh, something out there right here, got to pay the bills. You might say to yourself, where could I possibly bet on Arizona in the future? Keep in mind, we both like the five. It's at five right now on BetMGM Sheer. We single-handedly moved it from four and a half to five, I believe, with the help of the PHX Wildcats movement. But that's obviously probably not true. But you want to bet there? Go there, bet the over. And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience... Place your first bet off and receive up to $1,000 back in bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out all the show notes for details. Now, let's hear Sun Devil Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. All right, my boss, Saul Bookman, who's a much better a boss than Jason Shear right there, also said, academics are such an overrated argument for the DNA of the Arizona fan. The move to the Big 12 just makes so much sense. Boom! The DNA of Arizona fans feels far more like the Big 12 there, Shear. Yeah, it, it just, it's, <laughs> the, Pac, the, the Pac-12 is, is snooty, right? Like the arrogance of the Pac-12 is why we're here in the first place. Because they didn't want to rub elbows with the Big 12. The Pac-12 <laughs> could have killed the Big 12. Right. Killed them. Put that right. conference to an end. And couldn't get past the fact that they just weren't up to the Pac-12's academic standards. Dude. Come on, man. And now you're you're, you're screwed because you were basically too stuck up to save the conference. I here's and here's I got off track a little bit, but here's the best example I can give. I was arguing with a Baylor fan yesterday on Twitter, and his whole thing was that. Did you see this, by the way? Yeah, it was funny. All right, his whole thing. His whole thing was he said, "I hate the argument." He says because Baylor's a better academic institution than Arizona. It's not. But my point, though, at the end of it, though, when we were done debating, he still said. Man, I really hope you guys join our conference. And we salute emojied and we shook hands right there because that at the end of the day is what we care about right there. That's why it is such a cool little opportunity here. And like you said, the Big 12 fan base, I can just tell, look how riled up. You and I get tagged in by the same guy. Every oh, That sounds terrible. You and I get uh, – <laughs> get double-teamed every day. <laughs> there are Big 12 people that uh, – Tag us in every single post, every single day. That doesn't happen in the Pac-12, dude. Here's 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 the thing. Nothing that we have said in terms of reporting is has been inflammatory. We're, we've been reporting the truth with the whole process. Do we right. dig a little bit at people? Yeah. We, I, I have, you have it. I've been absolutely killed on like every Pac-12 message board. Well, you should be. Right? Today... How many of these people do you think said, oh, man, she got it right? You know what's weird about this whole situation? You actually, 
No, I get it. But you know what's weird about it? You There's this misconception going around that you've been saying that Arizona is going to the Big 12 for the longest time when you've said for the longest time that you don't understand, that you don't, uh, that you don't, you would the do it. Yeah, but it's the exact opposite. That's the fact that's crazy about this whole that's thing. Like we, have a, we have a group chat. Like if anyone listening, I have said many times that I will believe it when I see it. And I tweeted the other day, I don't trust them. I've never said Arizona's going. I'll still believe it when I see it. I'm leaning towards that way, but I have never made a prediction because I, I don't trust the people in charge of any school. Right. Okay. By the way, uh, Saul uh, says right here, PHNX Wildcats picked up a dozen KU and KSU followers. You know, you know what in a weird way what the Big 12 feels like magnified on? And I'm going to give these people a little bit of credit. Oregon State fans. You know, again, because we were wrong, Oregon State fans out there. We didn't think you existed. You exist and you exist in numbers and you're passionate. It feels like every single fan base in the Big 12 is Oregon State times six. Yeah, I like Oregon State fans. They're feisty, you know, and I don't really know what they have to stand on, but I still like it. (laughs) And I did tell somebody. And all right, now let's talk about, I get a lot of people asking me about this. By the way, you might say to yourself, Mike, where could I watch Arizona basketball this coming season and Arizona football for away games? Thanks for asking. The tap and bottle watch parties. Scott and Rebecca, awesome people, awesome job. You can get the four peaks down there as well. Come check it out downtown. And again, support local. These are great people. They've been with me from day one. Really appreciate them. And um, we can uh, come down. We can make fun of Sheer in the process as well. Um, excuse me. We got to talk about ASU and all of this. There is a mis, and I feel very comfortable in saying this. ASU could go to the Big Twelve. I'm not saying they couldn't, but in no way, shape, or form are they are they inextricably linked here. There is Arizona, when it comes to this, is going to do what's best for Arizona. Uh, Robbins has actually gone public with that of late. And uh, and again, at the end of the day, I'm not meaning to beat up on ASU, although it's fun, but Arizona and Arizona State have, I think, different priorities in all of this year. Yeah, and I think we need to emphasize that the Arizona border regents is not nearly as powerful as people think they are. They're, they're not going to block a move here. It, 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 there, I don't, has there ever been a border regents that has blocked a move? I was looking at that last night. I couldn't find it. No. Yeah, because what happens then, like, let's say you bring it to the, you always vote, you know, secretly right. or whatever. If you were to bring it, when we discussed this last night, if like Hickey and Robbins brought it to the border regions and it didn't go through, you would have to fire Hickey and Robbins. It would, it would be that, that embarrassing. And it, it, it's just, they're not tied together. Now in an ideal world, if they go to different conferences, you figure out a way to, to continue to play. But, you know, it's it's not – you have to do what's best for your school. If Michael Crow wants to bury the ASU athletic department, Robbins isn't going to let him make two graves, right? It's you bury your own AD, I'm going to save my school, and that's how it's going to be. Right, for sure. And, again, uh, the different priorities. And, again, these are still academic institutions at the end of the day. We both total free, totally acknowledge that. But Bobby Robbins, you know, and, again, I, 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 didn't, I, it was, I found it mildly annoying at first, but now I love it. You know, he is at front and center at every game. He likes having the cameras on him. There's nothing wrong with that. Heck, if I became a university president, I'd have the cameras on me. Not that anybody would want to see it, but I would make sure that they were looking at. You know, Michael Crow is just much different. I mean, you think back to, you know, where you look at Arizona State's facilities right there. They're not they're not ideal by any means. And, you know, when he goes on record and said they're good enough, 
that to me is not in this day and age where it's an arms race in college athletics. That kind of shows where your priorities are, Sheer. Yeah, the Desert Financial. What was it called? It used to be Wells. I just I still call it the Wells. I call it still Wells Fargo as well. It sucks. I mean, yeah. it's not nice at all. And Bobby Hurley wants it to be redone or at least improved and upgraded. And Michael Crow goes and says, yeah, no, it's fine. Right. It, it's that, cool. That's not happening. And, and again, here's the difference too. Like Jed Fish, and you and I have asked him this a bunch of different times. When we asked Jed Fish, whether it's on a record or whether it's off record, the first thing that uh, we, uh, that uh, when you ask him, say, have you gotten everything that you've needed? from uh, Dave Heakin, President Robbins, and he will tell you this to a man on record or off record. He will tell you that he has gotten everything and more. He's gotten his full staff. He's gotten more recruiting positions. He's gotten more coaches. Everything he's needed, he's gotten. There hasn't been a time where a coach is a major coach or a revenue sports coach, for lack of a better term, has gone to him and, and didn't get what they needed. And to me, that's a little, that kind of uh, exemplifies the difference there, Sheer. Yeah, 100%. Fish and his staff have said to me privately, publicly, that uh, Dave Hickey and company have been very good to them. They need something, they get it. They needed an extended staff, more analysts, more money for recruiting department. They have gotten everything that they needed, which means that athletics are important at Arizona. Right. And so it's just, and that's why, I mean, you've been saying why it's difficult for, you know, you like I, I am skeptical out of Arizona. You're not, you think they're going to be in the big 12. And one of the reasons is the, the, the athletics, the, the way they view athletics and not being left behind. And, and so um, there's no doubt that, you know, there is some sort of importance placed on athletics at Arizona. Yes, there is. Um, now let's talk a little bit about here, Oregon and Washington, I think is interesting here. Um, my buddy, Tony Altimore has been wrong on essentially everything. Um, but, one thing, like just kind of looking at it from their perspective, the one thing that I didn't understand is the power that the University of Washington has in this conference now. And I've been trying to tell people and I get people that keep saying, oh, well, Oregon's more important or Stanford's not. No. If you ask anybody and people at the U of A will tell you this, too. Right now, the crown jewel in the entire conference is Washington from an academic, from a location and from a uh, athletic perspective. That's the one. I don't know that. And again, this is this is just me surmising. I've always still felt that in some way, shape, or form, they end up in the Big Ten. Um, whereas I think Oregon is far more likely to be a Big Twelve type school. Yeah, I That's mean, yes, I have no insight on that. I'm just yeah, I, I wrote in one of our realignment notebooks months ago. Where can they I, find you, by the way, Sheer? Wildcatauthority.com. And you remember this because I was sending you all the responses. I said that Washington had more value than Oregon and got absolutely killed by Oregon fans, but it's true. It's a significantly better academic institution. It's in a major city. It's in a great location. Uh, they, they have the potential to be good in, in all sports. Right. It's just, it's, it's just better. And, and to me, if I'm Washington and I'm saying that we're good with the pack, the reason I'm saying that is because I'm of the full belief that we're going to be in the Big Ten the next cycle, and I'm willing to eat it for the next three or four years. Now, one thing that I think is is very likely is now Washington is in a major position of power. Right, for sure. Is Does the Big Ten revisit realignment and come to Washington and say, hey, do you want to come over for a smaller share? Does Washington say, and I, I just I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but if you're Washington and Oregon, why aren't you telling – George, that you want a bigger share of the pie because you are right. literally the only thing holding the conference together. You now. just hit the nail on the head, though. There is no share of the pie. 
That's yeah, what but I, 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 I mean, I is, you know that, but when you when you signed the that fake GOR that everyone was talking about, right? Your revenue sharing. If I'm Washington and Oregon, I'm ripping whatever that was up, and I'm saying, now nah, we decided we want more. Right. Because here's again, here's the, and this is why this this whole thing has been frustrating. And I hate to keep repeating this point. Colorado was left with no choice. At the end of the day, it's easier to stay in a conference. It just is. I mean, for, uh, you know, from scheduling to, you know, strategic reasons, you name it, it's just easier. You and Now, people like you and I don't care because, it, you know, it doesn't affect us. But just from a planning perspective, it's a lot easier. Colorado wasn't looking. They weren't praying to leave. But at some point, again, you have to give them numbers. And sure, like we just talked about, and again, uh, you've been a little skeptical on Bobby Robbins because, you know, you've said there's been fake deadlines that have passed. And I get that one right there. But, you know, uh, Stefano said, president of uh, Colorado, again, we got to see numbers here, man. And it's kind of a slap in the face if you think about it from Colorado's perspective that, uh, oh, hello, dad. Um, it's kind of a... <laughs> it's kind of a step in the face from Colorado's or a slight, uh, to Colorado's perspective that, you know, you got a year to you got a year to do this and you haven't given us anything. I mean, at what point are we uh, are what point are you supposed to say, all right, there is nothing or we can't hinge our we And plus, when Dion's saying that he wants to go, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's if you're Colorado and I, I do believe the rumor that there was some sort of deadline given to Colorado, which is basically like, look, we want you to be the first and all that. But if you're Colorado and you flat out say, George, you've told us that there's going to be numbers. There haven't been numbers. You're telling us again, there's going to be numbers. And we reported after that meeting that there was nothing. Right. There were a evaluation of, hey, I think we can make this. There are no hard networks. There are no hard offers. There are no hard numbers. So if you're right. Colorado and the Big 12 wants you, like, what are you going to do? Are you just going to sit around all day? Right. I mean, you can't, you can't T.O. Wildcat. Thanks, my man. $2. Hello, dad. There you go. Um, You can't just sit around all day. And not only can you not just sit around all day, you have to be able to make the move that's best for yourself. All right. Now I get a lot of people too, that ask me, you know, wow, why, why do you go after Canzano all the time? Why do you go after this? This to me is the epitome of just because somebody tells you something doesn't mean that it's true. I'll, and I'll, I'll give a little bit of a background without giving all the details, but I was told very early on in this process last year that um, what was being reported and what was being quoted from Arizona's perspective was not, was not, um, was not true from what Canzano was saying. And I told you that and you're like, whoa, that's pretty big time stuff right there. And then the next thing, you, uh, we're literally at football practice. And I'm not going to name the name, but a guy comes down the sideline who's very high up in the athletic department and looks at us and he says, you see what he was reporting? He said, nobody from here said any of that stuff. I mean, you saw it as a witness. Yeah, I have some other, I don't want to put Kenzano at blast, but I have some other stories where he's made stuff up that aren't even Pac-12 related. Someone reached out to me and was like, these quotes are fake from one of his articles, literally. Yeah. Um, he's a guy where like he doesn't, like, for instance, this morning, he has something where it's like, I talked to an executive committee member. A, we know who you talked to. And B, who cares? Like, why are you continuing to go back to the same people? When If I get burned by a source. You're I'm not going back to the same source. Right. He's going back to a source that has continuously burned him. It's amazing. Right. Yo, it's, it's remarkable. And on top of that, too, and again, 
And I guess, I guess that's just where I've been so difficult on him because again, like people like Wilner, I think Wilner was duped. Um, Mandel, you know, kind of duped, should have known better. But like I said, I never felt that they were just like out and out, just making stuff up. Whereas with Canzano, it's a totally different animal. And uh, people uh, who has more reliable sources, Canzano or Schlebach? I'm actually going to say Schlebach on this one. Here's why. I believe that Schlebach actually believed that was true. Uh, he did believe that was true. Schlebach did not make that up. I know exactly how that played out. Schlebach went to war to print that article, despite other people at ESPN saying don't, because Schlebach believed that to be true. I don't think... 80% of what Kinzon reports he actually believes. Yeah, so there's just going to be, before we get back to this, there's going to be, a, I think, a lot of uh, uh, articles written in the future about confirmation bias and about, you know, maybe trying to check with somebody else outside of the room, outside of Washington State and Oregon State. But, you know, that we are, uh, it is what it is at this point. It's going to be interesting to follow that one. Now, let's talk about what Arizona, what Arizona is looking at right here from a, um, the one thing about this that I've also found that I found out is that a lot of people worry about, well, you know, is the big 12 going to shut the door on Arizona and the big 12, not shutting the door on Arizona. Um, again, I'd like to see the move, uh, like yesterday, but Arizona is the crown jewel. That's what the big 12 is looking at right now. Arizona, they've always wanted Arizona. Arizona is the one that fits into them from a strategic, uh, uh perspective, um, from a location perspective, moving it out west, Arizona will always have a seat at that table if they want that. Granted, they got to make that move. Yeah, it's, you know, to me, it's, uh, you don't really say no to Arizona unless you have another school that's waiting as strong as Arizona is in basketball and all that. And and there really isn't, you know, I guess if, if Oregon and Washington call you, you would take them over Arizona. But I don't, I don't find that to be a, a realistic scenario. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it, I, I, there's a lot of interesting things that are going to play out over the next few weeks. Heck, I, I think as soon as tonight with this PAC 12 meeting it, it, with George asking schools or, you know, I, I would right. assume confront schools and say, are you committed to this conference? And, he's gonna, you know, he's going to have to get some honest answers. It's going to be very interesting. But my point is, you know, Arizona is next in line. Right. I, I think everyone kind of acknowledges that Arizona's next in line, and it's kind of up to George to see how long he can uh, he can slow that down for. Okay. By the way, uh, Aaron uh, Sepulveda says, "Is this uh, going to go into next year, or will it take a couple years? It won't take it. No, it won't take a couple years because the media deals up after this season. So, yeah, <laughs> I can assure you that it won't take a couple years. Um, let's talk UConn. Um, UConn, and I heard this last week, and you heard it as well that. UConn would love to join the Big 12, and it would make a lot of sense. I know your Mark wants them. You're, uh, you've won five national titles in the last 25 years, but at the also um, you're going to have to figure out some media deals because in that Big 12 media deal, you've got to add it to Power 5 school to keep it at 31-7. So this is really – this you're also going to really test the faith that these schools have in your Mark and what your Mark is able to do from a selling perspective to these cable entities – to tell them that this is why you should accept them at that 31.7 rate. Right. So the biggest issue with UConn is getting that full payment. If they got full payment, I think they'd be added. The problem is that the contracts and such don't call for full payment. And I'm not sure if the networks involved want to pay UConn fully. Um, and, and so what happens is if, if that doesn't happen, you add UConn and your money goes down and there's no way 
these big 12 schools are agreeing to lessen their money for UConn. Right. So that right now, you know, unless George gets that, I, I don't think UConn joins the big 12. But I mean, if, unless Brett Yormark gets it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless Brett Yormark gets that, I, I don't think UConn joins the big 12. Why does George go after UConn? Well, George's going after San Diego State now. Um, I, they're going to give the go-ahead on expansion, and it's I it's got to, it's going to be interesting. Well, but yeah, because they go ahead on expansion, you can't have a TV deal with nine teams, no matter how somebody. I do like people on Twitter that are putting out that maybe this just increases the uh, revenue for every remaining Pac-12 team with Colorado gone. Uh, no, it doesn't. Look, I'm not sure if Colorado leaving has a huge financial impact. I'm really not. Right. Um, it has a stability impact. And, you know, the issue is you have to add a team for next year. You right. have to. And SMU would be the most likely because they only have to pay $15 million. Right. San Diego State, Colorado State, anyone in the Mountain West has to pay $34 million. They don't have that in their AD at all. Right. So you're adding SMU for a year, and Arizona's supposed to be like, Oh, hell yeah. SMU for a year? Sign yeah. me up. And think about it from San Diego State's perspective as well. If you're San Diego State, why in the world are you looking to – or why are you – it sounds weird to say this. Why are you looking to try to get back into the Pac-12 at this point, especially when there's absolutely no media deal and they can't give you any numbers? Yeah, it just – it doesn't – it just – it none of this adds up. Like, I and, – and, and I'm very – like, I don't think the Pac-12 is going to die. I think they're going to fill it with a bunch of mediocre schools. It'll but, be a bunch of crap Fresno State, things like right. that. Right. And But with that with that being said, it's like, what's the path out? Right. Like they, George has significantly mishandled this entire thing. Right. But it also makes a lot of sense, though, too, as to why um, these Pac-12 presidents hired him in the first place. I remember watching him back at the first Pac-12 media day, and I thought to myself – Mm, this really isn't a dude that inspires much confidence. He's talking the entire time about how um, about how they're open for business to poach Big 12 schools and about how he's not worried about anything and a TV deal will be done. Meanwhile, your mark's actually doing it. And on top of that, he was also scared uh, to call out the Big 10, you know, the uh, the conference that's actually poaching your schools to begin with. When he last week said, like, I, I I believe the committee. I, I believe the school's telling me. Uh, I I trust them. I know that Endeavor, like the, he's implying that Endeavor's and uh, you know in charge right. of all this. No, like this is real. Like this, right. it's real, George. And like right. I don't know if it's arrogance or what, but he didn't take it seriously. How you many? Think, you know, I kind of wonder a little bit of this too. If he's just in over his head, like because- I don't. I, I will say this. I don't think he had any idea. That this is what this job was going to be like. What this was signing up for. And I think everybody, I think all these presidents told him, hey, listen, nobody uh, nobody likes Larry Scott. You'll immediately be an improvement over Larry Scott. But the problem is, though, is that he didn't deliver. Now, again, he's not as bad as Larry Scott. I, I mean, but he's Why? also, what's that? Someone asked, someone asked me this yesterday. Why isn't he as bad as Larry Scott? Yeah, he is. Um, well, I do like the one person that made a. This, this is actually a really good point that uh, Larry Scott at least uh, robbed the cough or robbed everybody blind to at least give himself some money in the process. Where one guy said Klyovkov doesn't even know how to do that part. Look, Larry Scott was terrible. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, he signed a, a media deal. He invented the. You know, he came up with the Pac-12 networks. 
you know, and which yeah. wasn't a great move. But Vegas was a good move. He at least thought forward. Right now, George has literally done nothing. George has done no- Yes, exactly. And our good friend James Crepia, who I need to have on, uh, by the way, also. I also kind of wonder if that was a little bit of a death knell for the George Klievkov. That back and forth was still brutal, Sheer. Uh, that was awesome. But, but that was only George's fault. Why would you say, we're only not announcing today because of Caleb Williams? Like, what? Like, if I had a deal, I'd be screaming. And Yormark said this, or Yormark's secondhand guy said this. If we had a deal, we would be screaming it from the rooftops. Right. That should have been that would have been your focus. We have a deal. We are strong. Look at our quarterbacks. What an awesome right. deal. Come on, man. Don't don't play dumb with everyone. And and to James's credit, he called George out on that and made George look stupid in the process. By the way, back the A Ray, my guy. My bags are packed. My A is back. Let's go. The rally sock I see right there. I like that also. Uh, Sheer, let me tell you about Wink, W-Y-N-K. This is available in either 2.5 milligrams or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. They're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others. To get the fastest way to get this on your hands, go to drinkwink.com. And again, a seltzer with a wink of THC. Get it? Get it? That's funny. That's funny. All right. Now, as far as a uh, as far as a timeline goes on this, I have to believe. And again, this is just me surmising right here. I have to believe that um, this is going to get done sooner than later because now at this stage, you got football up against. The, you got football uh, coming down. Uh, you've also at some point too. You got to see some form of a media number and you can't this whole thing about how Apple is going to come to the rescue, which is still to me one of the more baffling things uh, that that I've heard. All these other entities are going for linear with obviously a streaming component, but the Pac-12 was going to be on the cutting edge and try to go Apple right here. And Apple said on top of that, that. Um, we want all, we want everything. If we're going to do this, that isn't plausible. I think tonight's meeting is super important because they're going to go heavy at George. I think for the first time they're going to go heavy and say, what do you have for us? All that. Then I think what's going to happen is, you know, the, the, the linear streaming thing has been a holdup. Like, I, I honestly think like maybe Apple is a possibility. The problem is Apple's, why would Apple lease out any good football games they right. want the good football. It, it would be the equivalent them, it would be the equivalent to them buying mls and then saying you know what espn you can all of you can have all of messi's games i don't want them like, right what? What? <laughs> like, maybe they'll lose uh, oregon state or whatever so then they want the whole thing well the pac-12 presidents will not agree to that right. it will not be 100 percent apple controlled so you know to me i at first i thought that this was going to be another kind of drawn out process I don't think that anymore. I, I think in the next month, we're going to have an answer on, on who the next school is. Because at some point, you also got to start moving here. And I know this people don't want to hear this. But one of the big things that is a, a pro, it's a hassle, I'll say, is the rep, the non-revenue sports scheduling right here. Because, again, you've got to – because these teams all have to play. And, again, I know that we cover football and basketball. But the swimming, the diving, all those are – when applicable, you have to be able to gymnastics. You have to be able to set those up. You can't just do that in the summer. So this is something that I think has to move sooner than later. 
I, I have a, and this is just a hunch, but I have a feeling your mark's going to give Arizona a bit of a deadline here in the next two weeks and say you have a week or so to decide because of scheduling. We have to move forward. If you're not in, we have to look at other schools. If you are in, we need to discuss scheduling and finalizing and all that. Don't want it to happen during football season. We need to know now. Uh, I, I believe that that Arizona is probably going to get a deadline here in a couple of weeks. And he's and he's well within his rights to give that deadline, to be honest with you, because, again, at the end of the day, this is still a dude that's got to do a job right here. Also, what would be more enjoyable than watching the four peaks in the Big 12 going up against Kansas here? Have you thought about this? The four peaks, the official brew of PHNX as well. Do you think Kansas is ready for the four peaks? Nope. They are not ready for the four peaks Hunt, you know, they're going to have to go steal more guys from Michigan to even be able to deal with the Four Peaks movement. Dylan Anderson, your guy now, my guy. Umar Ballo could be back. Henry Vasar, we got Mount Crevis. I mean, a lot of different good stuff right there. But again, check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Also, as far as recruiting goes, I don't understand the argument that this hurts Arizona when it comes to California recruiting. There are no more California games. No, but I actually think it hurts Arizona. It could hurt Arizona if this drags out without a deal and all that because you know that schools are negatively recruiting all the Pac-12 schools with no deal, whatever. Colorado leaving has no impact recruiting on Arizona. Right, exactly. So, and this, and once UCLA and USC left, the whole Southern California region right there was basically cut out. Um, you've got Cal, you got uh, Stanford. By the way, hot take right here. I would not be surprised if Cal actually shut down sports. Just a guess. No inside information, but it would not surprise me if Cal shut down sports. No, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Cal shut it down and Stanford go independent or something like that. Right. But again, like you said at the beginning of the show, though, the reason that Arizona needs to find stability and find stability fast is there's going to be another blow up here in the next four or five, six years, another realignment. And the only thing that should matter from Arizona's perspective is getting into a conference where you have stability. And the other thing, too, that I keep hearing is people talking about football. And they say, well, it'll just be able to box out the Big 12. Torres made this point yesterday. You're not, even though football rules, you're not boxing out a conference with the best basketball programs in the country. A, pro, a, friend, a entity with Kansas is not getting boxed out. No, it's just, it's, it's, I don't, it's <laughs> a lot of people don't know how this whole thing works. And the problem is that there's been national writers telling them the wrong things and, and they believe it because that's, people don't like being uncomfortable. Right. And I think, especially in Pac-12 land, there's a there's guys that people have trusted, like Wilner, Kazano, and all that, and you read what they have to say, and you trust them, and you don't think bigger picture. And I think with Colorado moving, maybe people start taking a look at the bigger picture. Like, I know that Utah message board is considerably different than it was 48 hours ago. Oh, well, yeah, as it should, because they got new information. By the way, Chris asks, Sheer, do you want to take this one? Kansas will bend the four peaks over? Come on, dude. That ain't happening. Look, all I know is this. Christian Coloco played against Hunter Dickinson, and no one knew who Coloco was. Remember this? Oh, yeah. Coloco took his soul. Took it from him. Meanwhile, Coloco is in the NBA right now, and Dickinson is on his seventh year of eligibility. Again, Tommy Lloyd was just going to run Kansas ragged. They have right. been, Teams of the Big 12 don't run. 
They don't run. They don't hide. Yes, that's exactly. And the other thing I like about it, too, is that there's no more fool's gold involved here. If you get if you're in the Big 12, your flaws are are going to be exposed. You don't get the thing where, you know, you beat Oregon State and feel good because you were able to, uh, you know, whatever. All these teams, they're physical, they're athletic, they're good. It's like what people think the Big Ten basketball actually is. And even though he's not watching this, Mike, I think we can both agree that one of the biggest reasons we want this move is SID, Kansas SID, Daniel Burke. Shout out to Kansas SID, Daniel Burke. Mike and I will be living with him for a weekend whenever they play. We're coming, Berkey. Right. By the way, Burke, Burke could probably, Burke could be the U of A football and U of A uh, uh, or Kansas uh, football SID, and we wouldn't know. Well, actually, I think we would notice <laughs> the um by the way, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, by the way, Sheer, have you uh, when was the last time you wore Shady Rays? Uh I need to get them. I know, oh. I know. All right, Shady Rays is fantastic exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out the best deals of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and use code word PHNX for 50% off two plus orders of polarized, not polarizing, but polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. Kirk Creesa will teach us about the four peaks. Arizona could get Kirk Creesa. Dude, I need Kirk to be there for two years. Well, where's he going? Uh, Where's anyone going? I don't know. I mean, it's I, not- I, I just started laughing during your ad because on my Twitter said one AD of Colorado last week, they were at the table saying they were in and waiting to see the deal. Well, <laughs> well right. And they didn't see it. <laughs> People need to say, I, I just, I tweeted this earlier. Whatever a school president says publicly is worth nothing. Nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. Right. And why would you believe it in the first place? By the way, uh, real quick also, PHNX Die Hard. Become a Die Hard today. Check out phnxlocker.com backslash to grab your membership to receive exclusive content, discounts on all events and merch and access to our Discord chats. Basically a little bit more me right there. Let's, uh, I mean, who doesn't want that? Um, but overall, this has been a good 24 hours here. It's up to Arizona to act at the end of the day. I believe they will. But the writing is on the wall right here. The steps that you needed to have occur have occurred, here. So I believe it's Arizona's got to act. My goal is to get Arizona in the Big 12. We want ASU to stay here in the Pac-12. It's deserving of a, a highbrow institution like uh, ASU. And uh, we'll go play some real sports and be on TV, Sheer. Yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. Uh, I want, you know, it, 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 I'll be honest. One of the biggest reasons, and you would say as a pure business perspective, the passion oh, of the Big 12 fans has been unbelievable. Like I got texts from DMs, texts from radio guys that I've been on shows with all saying, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, you know, no, you're, you the know awesome. you're the only one that could get me on for an hour. That's true. They care about sports and that's what we care about here, Sheer. All right. Yeah. There is a PHNX Discord, Jervis. Check it out. All right. Now, Sheer, where can they find you causing trouble before we sign off? wildcatauthority.com at jason Shear on twitter and the wildcat scoop podcast with my wife shelby all right for jason Shear, i'm mike luke my other uh, my boss saul bookman will be coming on tomorrow all right guys back the a let's get this movement to the big 12 tip of the cap to d stefano everybody at colorado you did god's work this past 24 hours we need to follow we'll talk to you soon for jason Shear, i'm mike luke you have been listening to the AZ Wild. Hold on a second. I got to find the ending here. I got to run this myself. <laughs> hold on. This is this is this is me at my. Uh, hold on. Hold on.
It's got to be here somewhere. Let's see. Uh, oh, Ed's found it. For Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.